On today's episode of Bet Bath and Beyond, Andy and Ian talk NFL news. We got Julio Jones finally being traded. Then we talk about some other sports like basketball and baseball. And then we talk about boxing. You're not going to want to miss it. Three, two, one, go. I am Ian Peacock. And I am Andy Heideman. And I hate sports betting. No matter what you say, I'm betting 100 on it tonight. Welcome to Bet Bath and Beyond. Brought to you by B3T Sports.com. This is episode 120. No, that's not correct. What episode is it? That is 86. Okay. All right. I can't believe that we've made 86 episodes so far. Did you not know how many we've made? Yeah, I know. I know. I mix every goddamn episode, so it's ingrained in my fucking brain whether I like it or not. But for you, Andrew, who all you have to do is show up for an hour, fight me, and talk clown language, and then just fucking hop off and have no other responsibility... Well, I, I, gotta, su- I gotta I gotta <laughs> <a> Dropbox. <laughs> You're right. You do have to put your audio on Dropbox so I can And mix sometimes it. I record an intro. Yeah, that's true, actually. We we alternate, so do, do you know you didn't say our sponsor this week? Mm. I'm drinking our sponsor right no, now. No, you're not because I'm eating our sponsor right now. Oh, Pizza Hut? No, Hagen does. <laughs> Hagen I'm drinking Topo Chico. You're eating Hagen dazs together, and this is actually I'm reading the ad that both of these companies sent me. <laughs> they wanted us to announce them as partners. Uh, they are the quote unquote summer duo for 2021. Oh, really? Yeah, so Topo Chico Hagen dazs. They want to let our listeners know they've teamed Old up. Summer. Yep, they've teamed up, and they are this summer's best duo. All right. Well, you know who actually <laughs> right. is going to be Summer's best duo? Oh, don't say fucking Julio uh, Jones and AJ Brown. I thought you were going to say uh, Ryan Tannehill. Oh well, I mean, I mean, is AJ so, Brown going to be throwing Julio Jones the ball? I mean, hopefully not. I don't think. Hey, I'll let Brown's you. I guess we're going to. I guess we're going to start with NFL news, which I'll let you do, and. For once this week, you are not scraping the bottom of the barrel. Correct. Uh, we're going to start off with uh, the Vikings. They signed. Uh, oh, God. Taylor. No, no. J- no, Andrew, we got to start not- off with the small stuff. We'll build to it. We'll Andrew. build to it. Vikings signed veteran uh, cornerback Rashad Breeland. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Ravens, you guys uh, extended Gus Edwards. You gave yes, him a $10 million extension, which uh-huh. I think is great. Um. Packers. Uh, that reminds they, me. One second. One oh, second. Oh yeah. What's up? Uh, our analytics <clears throat> mastermind behind the scenes, Alec, <clears throat> uh, wanted Stefan <laughs> Diggs this weekend. So actually, I. actually, three people wanted Stefan Diggs this weekend, and it was you, it was Alec, and it was another member of our dynasty that isn't part of the B3T Sports uh, brand yet. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a little merger. I know he has a podcast. But um, I know all three of you were together 
in Nebraska. All taught you guys were like a fucking fantasy football think tank. And That's all we were doing actually while we were up there. I, I believe fantasy it. Football. I fucking believe it. And I was getting offers left and right, not not from you, but from Alec and uh, this. I made I made an offer to you. I made one offer. Would you Would you trade me? I mean, well, I offered you uh, Devonte Adams and Lamar Jackson for Herbert uh, Diggs and Scary Terry. Oh yeah, that was fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, you tried to. Yeah, yeah I remember that. In fact, I, <laughs> I, it was in your best interest that I didn't remember because that was the biggest fucking slap in the face offering I've ever seen in my two years in this dynasty league. I cannot wait until uh, Aaron Rodgers comes back because now I'm now I'm praying for it because I need. I it need doesn't Devontae matter. Adams. Even dude, it, it doesn't, no, it it does matter because Devonte Adams is. Probably the number one wide receiver if Aaron not Rodgers it's but it's not it's not blown away. He was the number one receiver in twenty twenty, but yeah. he's not like this god wide receiver that just destroys I mean, every single season. Well and, I think he can I think he really can be. I, well, I, I think do Stephon well, hold on. I think Stephon Diggs can be that, especially with Josh Allen. He's already prune it, proved it with his first year with Josh Allen. So maybe but I mean, like, what do you Justin mean? Maybe Jeff- no, Just- no, no. Justin I- Jefferson only had fifty less yards than him, and he was on the Vikings. And I would say that Kirk Cousins is a lot worse than uh, uh, Allen, right? So I mean, like, if Diggs is going to get that big of an upgrade and only do a little bit better than that rookie, rookie wide receiver, I think he might have hit a ceiling. Did Stephon Diggs? You are wrong, and also uh, they've also gotten rid of some receivers. So Stephon Diggs is even more. Of a wide receiver star, they got Buffalo easily, baby. Yeah, they do have their slot, re- <laughs> the best, the best slot receiver in the game. Um, okay, but going back to the trades for Stephon Diggs, Alec. I mean, we were going back and forth. So, but one of the trades that he sent me was Gus Edwards mm-hmm. and J.K. Dobbins for right. Stephon Diggs because I need a running back. I am hurting. I am hurting in the running back game. Uh, as of right now, I do think, and I called this last year, I have Chase Edmonds. I did call Kenyon Drake was going to leave the team because I knew he was on a one-year deal, and I knew uh, Edmonds was going to fill that gap. I knew he was going to do it, and now he has. The only question mark is, can he produce as the number one running back? That's a big thing. So we'll see. We'll see, because if he can, well, then all of a sudden, maybe I'm not so... uh, in need of a running back, but J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards, and they are on the Ravens, and I love the Ravens. They are my team. I will live and die with the Ravens. Yes, you will. They are not, neither of them, obviously J.K. Dobbins is the better of the two, but neither of them is a start every single week if healthy. It's I, not. I agree with that. I mean, he's going to be like picking and choosing. Right, exactly. So for me, it wasn't a fair trade because Stephon Diggs, I mean, unless he has a severe AJ Green decline this season, he is. No, a, he's like I, I'm just. He's saying, a start. Dude, he's a start every week. It doesn't matter uh, as long as he's healthy. Yeah, yeah. He's you start, start him every week. week. Yeah. And to to me, like the trade there for Adams for Diggs is like both of their. I think like. The ceiling for Adams is higher. Like I feel like you're gonna get if only if go well, only well, if sure, Rogers sure. comes back. But that's why D- Diggs's floor is like higher, right? I mean, like if you make that trade, you're probably gonna get even if you have a worse season statistically, barring injury, 
from Diggs. Like, it's probably not going to be as bad as how it, bad it potentially could be for Adams if Rodgers doesn't play, you know? Well, don't get listen, me wrong. Well, like, hold on. If Jordan, if Jordan I, Love is the quarterback there, I mean, they don't have anyone else to go through. I mean, you're, Adams is going to still get like 140 targets just because that's how that will go. It's just a matter of how efficient they'll be and whether they'll be red zone targets and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Look, so we're on the same page. We're on the same yeah, page yeah, with Devontae Adams and Stephon Diggs. However, the slap in the face was Scary Terry. The slap well, in the know, face you was you adding another Probably start him every week if healthy. Oh, which I don't is know about sk- every week. I, he's look, a solid look, wide no, receiver. No, no, no. He's a look solid at him. wide receiver too. No, I do. I do look at him. You look at his stats. Yeah, no, no. We're agree. He's a solid wide receiver too. Okay. So, but yeah, I mean, I I consider wide receiver twos being you start him every week, and then well, flexes, yeah, I mean, and then flexes. Well, do you start him in flex or is it do you you know play someone else? But you need a wide receiver hopefully one, the, and you need a wide the receiver difference two. Difference maker there was going to be because like, Lamar is going to be better than Herbert, right? And that's kind of like, we don't know that in fantasy. We don't know. Do you really, you don't think so? I don't think so. No, I you, I, you, I, mean, I know do I don't. Lamar, like, no. Think about Lamar last season and how far away he was, like removed from his MVP season. I, I mean, like, do you think his his average is probably between the two seasons, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, if he's going to be even better than last year, I think he's going to be better than last year. I, think I, I that do too. He's I do too. Going to continue I, to improve, but at the same time, what made him such a fantasy freak, and it was also in the 2019 MVP season, was that he rushed for over. Actually, he rushed for over a thousand yards last season too. Yeah, so the past two seasons, he's rushed for over a thousand yards. He's the only quarterback to do it, uh, and. In his 2019 MVP season, he led the league in passing touchdowns. He was a fucking freak in fantasy in 2019. Still really good in 2020. I don't... Uh, maybe this is the fan of of the Ravens talking. I don't want him to run as much because I always get sweaty when I see him <laughs> run. Because he doesn't know when... I mean, he's getting better at it. He does, he does actually go out of bounds this time. But yeah. like... He'll throw a stiff arm, man. He'll well, it, he'll cut inside. Young... He'll cut inside to get more yards, and I'm afraid it's going to take one cut into the inside, and it's going to lead to injury, and then we're yeah. going to have to fucking put in. Well, I don't think we have RG. AJ, uh, who do you guys have? <laughs> Wait, who do you have? Uh, fuck. Uh, we have Trace, oh, have, Trace uh, McSorley. Trace McSorley. That's who it is. <laughs> and um, uh, Huntley, right? Tyler Huntley. I, yep. I actually traded for Lamar in this dynasty league this weekend. I traded Tom Brady and Deshaun Watson to get Lamar. I know. I saw. Yeah. Well, that was smart because who knows if Deshaun Watson is playing. Right. I mean, like if Deshaun plays, I, I if he's able to play, I lose that trade. I mean, yeah, Lamar's still good. Like I, I don't. I'm not like upset. But I mean, like Tom Brady's gonna have a good year too. He has a very nice schedule. They kept everybody. It's a second year in that in that uh, offense. I'm really excited for him. And I tried to trade Fitz instead of Tom Brady in that trade, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't do it. No, I think even even getting rid of Tom and Deshaun, I think you got the good end of the deal because I, I Lamar is young. He knows how to throw. He's not just a running quarterback. Uh, and we don't know if Deshaun Watson is going to play. So let's say he doesn't. Worst case scenario for the person who received right. that trade, Tom Brady only has a couple years left. Yeah, like two max, I think, really. Knock on wood. Uh, yeah, but we'll see. Um, the other bit of news is uh, Aaron Rodgers is not expected to show up to uh, their mandatory mini camp. Guess they who got, I got? Guess who I got on waivers? Oh, did you? Oh, you got uh, Jordan Love. I did. 
I got I was shocked, Andrew. I was ah. shocked because you I was shocked because this has been a story for a very long time. And I was just I had Carlos Hyde still on my fucking bench. And I was like, God damn it, I'm just gonna get rid of him because he's like the RB three now in Jacksonville. So oh, I just no. dropped him because he was dead weight. And I was like, Okay, well, let's see who I could pick up, right? And I saw him right at the top of the of the you know uh, most available or top rated uh, available players. I was like, holy shit, he could actually start this season. He, he definitely could. Do, do you like? Is he your quarterback too? Is like he's your backup? I'm assuming behind her. No, he's he's my quarterback three. I All right, so Roethlisberger. Yeah, so I mean, like it, that's not a bad pickup if you want to stash a QB. I very it's really rare for me that I like to stash three QBs. Um, if well, I, here's the I, thing. If mm-hmm. if Rodgers comes back, then I'll probably drop him. If Rodgers right, is going right. to play for the whole season, I'm dropping Love again, and I'll just stick with Big Ben. But what I'm hoping, if or Aaron Rodgers doesn't come back, or if he goes to another team, whatever the fuck he decides to do, and Jordan Love is the starter, and he decides to actually... Turns out Green Bay knows how to fucking pick quarterbacks, uh, then I can get rid of Big Ben. It's true. And then I have two very young, very good quarterbacks in Herbert and Love. Well, it's like getting ahead of ourselves. He could be okay. He might. I mean, like, I'm just no, no, no. I'm saying if if oh, yeah, sure, Green sure. Bay knows how to pick their quarterbacks because you know they got Favre, they got Rodgers. Now they drafted Love. I mean, he's got some big shoes to fill. But maybe Green Bay knows how to pick quarterbacks. I don't know. All right, and the big, the big Kahuna, uh, Julio Jones was traded from the Falcons to the Titans. Uh, the Titans, uh, they gave a second-round pick and a fourth-round pick. Uh, what do you tennis. think about that? I mean, I th- I think that's good value. I mean, I think the, the Falcons got the most they could. They wanted a first. Obviously, they didn't get it. They got a second. Um, they There's only up. one deal left on the on his contract, right? What's that? There's only one year left on his contract, right? Uh, I don't know. the. I do not know the uh, details of his contract. Um, I think so. I think there's only <clears throat> I could be wrong and most likely am because <laughs> we're always wrong on this podcast. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that Julio Jones has one year remaining. And if you look at it like that, then it was a pretty good deal by the Falcons because they're getting a two and a four for a year of Julio's time. I mean, yeah. And, and but and if he likes it there and he likes what he's doing, even before the season, they might extend him. They might be like, here, to have a year's worth of extension or whatever it is. Um the the Titans GM has come out and obviously he's gonna hype him right because you don't trade for a dude and, and not say anything but he's like he's got everything still in the tank I am a big believer I'm a big believer in Julio too I mean like last year Julio played nine games and that's the fewest he's played in the last like eight years um, he always plays through injury uh, he is older so that's I mean if that, he's injured again I mean he might miss some games but if he plays fifteen games Julio had a two hundred yard game last year. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, I he did, and he. You're right. He only played nine games, and I still think he racked up 700 receiving yards. He did. So I mean, that's pretty fucking good. And like, he is gonna be a target now. It doesn't hurt AJ Brown. People are really on the fence. They're like, it helps AJ Brown so much because look, he's opposite side of the field. You got Julio, or vice versa. Oh, AJ Brown is taking a major hit here. All these targets are gonna go to Julio. They didn't have anyone else. They had vacated targets because they lost Johnny Smith and Corey Davis anyway. Combine their targets, that's probably going to equal what Julio gets. A.J. Brown's not going to really take a huge dip in targets. 
Um, his targets are going to be more efficient, just like Julio's are going to be more efficient with AJ Brown on the other side. Um, a lot of people have Julio in fantasy around the wide receiver 14, wide receiver 12 mark. If he hits that 12 mark, he's a wide receiver one. Um, plus, they're never, ever going to have a stack box against fucking Derrick Henry. Right. Like, you just can't, right? You see, I thought it was a great move on the Falcons to trade him because, again, going back to the year left in his contract. But it also makes sense for the Titans. Uh, they need – I mean, A.J. Brown can't be the only guy, right? Right, like, yeah. He can't yeah. be the only guy. And they lost Jonu Smith and Corey Davis, like you said. They still have a shitty defense. <laughs> like, they, the Titans still have a fucking awful defense. So, on one hand, I'm like – Okay, like good job. You got Julio, and I'm sure he still has gas in the tank. But as a Ravens fan, I'm still happy that their defense can't stop anyone on third down because that's all yeah. that matters. That's really all this, that matters to me. This is one of those moves that, like, it, it'll be interesting for the NFL because I want to see it, like, as a fan of football. But I, I really, fantasy wise, this is way more uh, thrilling just because they're going to have a good offense and a bad defense, which is like, a fucking huge uh, chemical reaction for awesome fantasy points because they're going to be behind a lot because they can't stop anybody. They have an awesome offense so they can catch up a lot. They'll be on a lot of shootouts. Okay. Well, you know what? For the first time in a long time, that was a decent NFL news update. Sure was. <laughs> okay. Now let's get into the okay. highlight. What? No. <laughs> the highlight of the weekend. Something that happened last night. So, yeah, something happened last night. Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul. What did you think? Did you watch it? No, I did not pay for it. <laughs> I I watched like a condensed version of it, and like oh I like, was getting God. updates on my phone, but I didn't like watch the fight. What are you eating? You're eating something. I can tell. Rocky Road Hagen does. Oh yeah, you're still eating that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I was with. A group of friends. Uh, we did purchase the fight. It was fifty bucks. We right. I did miss the first fight, which was Ocho Cinco. Unfortunately, oh yeah, how did that go? I I just told you I missed it, Andrew. Yeah, I know, but I thought you were bringing it up because you knew how it ended. Uh, I think Ocho Cinco lost, but I think Ocho Cinco also lost. But here's the thing: Johnny Walks, our B three T sports blogger and social media manager, he posted a screenshot in Slack. And it was of his bet slip, and it said it was a push for Ocho Cinco. Now, I wonder, if, I wonder if it was the same kind of deal where there were no judges. That's what I think. Again, I didn't see if I didn't see the fight, but if there were no judges and it was just like an exhibition match, just like the Floyd Mayweather Logan Paul fight, then the only way you can win is if you knock someone out. Right. So I don't know unless Ocho Cinco did lose. And they just applied the whole push to the whole bet because it was a parlay with the Floyd Mayweather uh, and oh, Logan Paul. Yeah, that makes sense. But and that technically was a push because no one got knocked out. Right, but they put the word push on both fights. Did I you don't know. see the scorecard though? I mean, like there was no judge, yes. so there was an official. Jesus Christ, the Logan Paul. Okay, so uh, after that fight, there was another fight uh, that was actually really good. It was uh, Hurd and fuck somebody else. Hurd and Arias. 
And Hurd's like this big fucking dude. He's got Swift tattooed all over his fucking chest. Just a monster. And this other guy, I'm going to call him Arreus. Arreus. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I think that's... Whatever you got to. <laughs> Fuck, I'm looking it up. Uh, God damn it. It was Hurd versus Luis Arreus. Yeah, look at my fucking memory. Okay, Jarrett Hurd and Luis Arreus. Luis Arreus was a plus 1,000 underdog dude and they went all 10 rounds okay and fucking luis arreas won by split decision oh. two to two to one uh in favor of him and it was a huge upset dude did was, anyone you were with bet it uh no damn it but uh was a huge upset uh he really won like i guess there were real judges on this fight and uh it was it was awesome and he fucking had <laughs> he had like just the most random local businesses advertising on his, him yeah that makes yeah, sense yeah i'm pretty sure when he won he put on a a, a law firm like a local miami <laughs> law firm shirt it was fucking hilarious it that was is so funny. funny uh and then after the herd that was easily the best fight of the whole sure. night like that was the best fight uh afterwards after that, it was fucking Jack versus Kalina. And I only know that I only remember this fight. Like the only thing that was important about this fight was that Kalina, it was his first time in America and he kept, he kept hugging Jack and <laughs> like, he kept like, like grappling with him and like not letting his arms go. And the ref kept saying, stop, stop. It was like this old fucking like ref and he kept saying, stop, stop. And he had to uh, nearly disqualify Colina because he was holding on to him. And oh my God, dude, I, I need to, I need to find a video of this, but Colina had in his corner, just like this old, like just wise ass, like black dude who was just like, shit, man, you got to get your arms up. You, you got to fight him. Like, come on, man. Come on. Classic was, Rocky. Dude, it was so funny. And he was just like, you can't. You can't win if you don't fight. Just let him fly. Shit. <laughs> we were just, he was just like fucking just tagging, like antagonizing Kalina because he was being a huge bitch and just locking up uh, Jack. Right. And then like, I don't know, dude, it looked like he flopped because then I, I can't remember what round it was, but Jack knocked him out, but he barely hit him, like barely hit him. And he just like fell to the ground. And I was just like, this is the most bizarre fight ever. I don't know who Kalina is. I don't know how good he is, but he was a clown, dude. Basically, what he did was he showed up, didn't throw any punches, held Jack, held the guy, his opponent, and then a little while later just just took a dive. Took a dive. It's like yeah, it's like he was just he like, tired. you know what? I'm gonna get paid a lot of money to show up and and quote unquote fight this guy. And uh, I'm just going to hold him so he actually can't punch me. And then when he actually does punch me, I'll just lay down. Yeah, that's, I mean, why not? <laughs> so that was that was a bizarre fight. A weird, weird one to uh, end on before uh, Logan Paul and Mayweather's fight. But let's uh, talk the, about well, let's the talk one about thing Mayweather's about, fight. Yeah, the one thing that I know about that fight uh, for sure is that, um, that I saw a clip of it. And it looked like Mayweather did knock Paul out, but then he like caught him and like held him up so he wouldn't fucking go down, so the fight no. wouldn't be over. No, that no. you should. I maybe I'll send the clip to you after this if I can send me find the clip. Any, I watched. I, 
I watched every second of it. That's why no. I was wanted to bring it up because like I didn't watch the fight. I just saw that clip, and from the angle that the dude I was watching the video with uh, like showed me, it very much looked like it. But again, I didn't see the fight, and then I saw the 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 jab and the punch totals, right? And Logan Paul's were punch. rough, and I didn't think Logan Paul would win it. I thought Logan Paul would get the shit kicked out of him, and I think he should have. I really don't think Mayweather tried, based okay. on the stats and what I've seen, like, highlight-wise. No, see, okay, here's the problem. Here's why you need to watch the fight. And I'm not, like, blaming you <clears throat> for this, but this is just what's wrong with, um, like, today's America. society. Well, not just America. <laughs> I fucking love America. But here's what's wrong with our society. People who, for whatever reason like don't want to watch a whole thing or don't want to read a whole article or whatever they cliff notes it okay but the problem is to get the cliff notes if you're not going to get it straight from the source you have to trust the cliff notes and when someone's giving you cliff notes they basically can spin those cliff notes however the fuck they want because they have it's just a short synopsis of what went down so this is how People like fucking like first take and and ESPN. Honestly, ESPN is like a really good one because if you follow SportsCenter, ESPN online on Twitter or whatever, you're not going to get the whole story. You know, like they're going to take a very small snippet and they're going to spin it to whatever meets their agenda or whatever like that. I watched the whole fight in its entirety and I can tell you that there was no way that Mayweather ever came close to knocking out Logan Paul. But I'll also tell you this. The size differential was uh, so fucking enormous. I was going to ask about that. that. I don't even think Mayweather could knock out Logan Paul because I'll tell you this. Logan Paul has 30 plus pounds yeah, on that's... Mayweather and has six inches on him. And Mayweather is not even known for his explosive. Like he's not known for explosive power. He's kind of like this gnat that kind of just buzzes around your ear and keeps taking jabs and then will probably pounce once he's already worn you wore you out, right? Now, like he's now, never so, like the guy that like will right. quickly and definitively knock someone out. I mean, that's what happened with the Pacquiao fight. That's what happened with um uh who did he just fight? Conor McGregor, you know, like he kind of right. takes his time. He's patient. But also all these guys are also, you know, around the same size as Mayweather, you're fighting a giant like Logan Paul, I don't think you're ever going to knock him out. Well, so as somebody who watched the fight then, so who did look like the better boxer? Like, was it close or was it like... It wasn't even close. Mayweather was the better boxer. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. However, Logan... I mean, he made it all eight rounds with uh, and I wa- I saw him get a couple shots into. I mean, again, highlights. I, I didn't watch the fight, but I mean, I saw there were a couple shots I saw where he like he looked like he hit him with a one and then a two. Like it wasn't like he was just swinging. And he had some uh, good dodges. He he dodged yeah. a couple of Mayweather's that were pretty that if they landed could have ended the fight. Uh, and I'm just impressed in general that he lasted all eight because I'm not just talking about avoiding getting knocked out. The dude looked gassed by round three. And I, I was like, fucking bet I'd be running for Mayweather too. Dude, he was soaking. He was soaking in his sweat. And I was like, and he actually did well the first two rounds. In fact, I, I think I would give Logan Paul the first two rounds uh, because he did land some pretty good punches. And Mayweather was kind of just feeling it out at that point. 
by round three, he was covered and drenched in his own sweat. And I was like, there is no way Logan Paul lasts in like from an endurance perspective, from a physical perspective, all eight rounds because he's going to get tired around round six or seven. And that's when Mayweather will strike and end it. But he got like this second wind uh, uh, just around that time in round six or seven, he actually looked a lot fresher than he did on round three. I don't know what happened. He must've hit a second wind and he actually uh, held his own. So, I mean, and Paul has not been boxing very long in the grand scheme of Isn't Jake boxing. supposed to be the better boxer? They say Jake is supposed to be the better boxer, but Jake will not fight real boxers. I thought he just fought. Who, who did he just fight and knock out? Um, some 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 MMA some guy. old dude. It was an old guy though, wasn't it? A guy who had like not. Fought oh, Mayweather's old. May- oh yeah, okay. It's Floyd fucking Mayweather. And did you see him? Like, well, how did he look in the ring? What do you, I mean, he looked good. How, he looked good. Did you see the other guy when and Jake Paul? Because that fight was one of the ones that um we did watch. We both watched, or did you not watch that one? Oh, you're talking about the Jake Paul one. No, I didn't watch. Yeah, Jake yeah. Paul's the J- last one. I, the Jake Paul one was the one that I watched, and like the dude was old, and it was. It didn't what really. What was his look, name? I can't remember. I uh, I remember that the, when we talked about it the last time, I said it so wrong. Like it wasn't even a ballpark. Oh, I was trying Ben Askren. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And it's like that was when everyone was talking about. Okay, Jake Paul, like you're winning these matches, but if they're not like competitive, then what is the point? Like, yeah, I know it's publicity, but you can't really call yourself a boxer. And then there was a divide where people were like, "Well, I mean, he is boxing and he's winning, so why why can't he?" And right. I guess, and and I get it. I understand if you're boxing and you're winning, do whatever you want. But but if you're being offered to box against like current professional boxers and you're turning it down, that makes me go, eh, "Well, I think you're really in it for the publicity, which is fine." But don't sit up there and go, like, "I'm one of the best boxers currently going." But, Something also to note because. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's funny because it's funny how time, even 24 hours will put things in perspective. I actually was pretty pissed off after watching the Mayweather, uh, Logan Paul fight because I felt like the audience were the real losers because Mayweather and Logan Paul both made an enormous amount of money and us, the fans basically were watching two guys dance around. Now that being said, uh, it was a good fight for Logan Paul. Like I said, I think he won just by surviving eight rounds with Mayweather. Sure. I think Mayweather also won because he got a hundred million dollars. Still looked good. Like I mean, his his uh, you know I don't even the fucking strategy behind it. He was still good. Well, the form, the technique, it was all good. But well, the, Logan the, Paul, the... well, hold on, Andrew, hold on, Logan Paul was hugging him the last three rounds. I called him Logan the Hugger all night last night and i've completely forgotten about it but i was mad i was mad about logan paul hugging mayweather for fucking three or four rounds and not letting mayweather actually do anything who won both of them they both won no i know but who won mayweather no one got knocked out yeah mayweather won right and yeah he won basically just by the blows and by the number of hits and just i mean i don't know all the technical about do you think that um, this opens the door for Logan to actually box other boxers who are currently good? And like, do you think that people will take this him more seriously, or do you think that like he? I mean, yeah, he didn't get knocked out, and good for him for not um, for lasting like you know all eight rounds. But 
do you think other boxers are look at that and go, oh, wow, maybe Logan Paul can do this? Or do you think that like... I'll tell you what they're doing. They're looking at Floyd Mayweather making $100 million for uh, basically a light true. workout. Because Mayweather didn't look gassed once. And he didn't look like he at any point was he in trouble of losing that fight. Not once. Okay? And so basically it was Floyd Mayweather... Uh, just trying to uh, knock out Logan Paul. Logan Paul was too big for Mayweather, so that could have never happened in the eight rounds that he was given, especially with Logan Paul hugging him, Logan the hugger, Logan the fucking hugger. Well, and, that's, uh, and that's the big thing now. So, Do you think that's bad for boxing as a sport? Yeah, of course. The, the yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I think it is too. are bad for boxing as a sport because it's a fucking joke. But at the same time, it's going to open the door for more entertaining matchups because – who cares about the sport when you can make a hundred million dollars? No, in nobody one night? does. Yeah, you're right. So, I, and you know what? We're gonna be the fools that keeps buying the pay per views. So, uh, on, I mean, well, I will. I probably will. I'll continue to pay. Uh, to, like if you told me right now, Jake Paul and uh, Mayweather were gonna be fighting. There's no way. I would. I would watch it. I would buy. Well, it. it's I funny. Actually, I know how this. I know how this. Goes. I think that would actually be a better fight because Jake Paul is a little bit smaller. And probably around this, you know, I mean, he's probably bigger than Mayweather, but it's probably going to be still a better, a better fight than Logan Paul because Jake is cut fucking wild. I, card. I already know how this goes. Logan is going to get challenged by McGregor because McGregor is going to want a payday, and who, he'd be an idiot to say no to that. Two and a half no, months from no, now, no, two and a half no, months no. from now, that fight happens. I kid you not. No, then, Mayweather. Yes. No, dude, McGregor and, cannot fight Logan Paul. Why can't he? Because it's he's too big. I he's don't know. I, it, he'll, it fight, doesn't, it, he'll fight listen, Jake. He'll fight Jake. It do, it does, no, it doesn't matter. You, you're, 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 I'm just repeating what you're saying. It, it doesn't matter. It's $100 million. And and if he comes out and says, I want to fight uh, Logan Paul, like Logan Paul's not going to say no. But he's going to fight Jake. Well, then that leaves us that, uh, that, that doesn't work for the finale because Logan and Jake are going to fight each other. Because <laughs> seriously, tell me who's not going to watch that. I don't, I don't think I'd watch it. You don't think you'd watch joking. that? I'm not even joking. The only reason I'm watching Logan, the only reason why I'm watching the Paul brothers in the first place is to watch the other more experienced, more famous athlete try to beat the fuck out of them. I don't give a fuck about two brothers yeah, wrestling in a basement. I, well, I don't, I don't think it would that. be in a basement. I'm pretty sure it would be with a bunch of cameras and worth a lot of money. But I mean, would you? Would you buy that? I mean, I didn't buy this one, so I can't imagine I'd buy that one. But I think people would. I really do. I, I think, oh, like, for sure, people would because I mean, they have millions of followers on Twitter. Right, right. Both of them combined, I'm sure they'll they'll get a nice. I, but I, it's I, not going to be. It's going to be a fucking TikTok fest. I, that I mean, it could. I I think like they're going to build to something similar of that, or they're going to have their own boxing federation. I kid you not. It's going to be the dumbest shit ever. It's going to make boxing look bad. I'm not a huge boxing fan. We've talked about this for a really long time. That I just. Boxing is cool, like to watch. Um, when it's when I felt like I could take it seriously, but some of these matches that I hear about, again, like yeah, Mayweather looked good. You said, but Logan didn't look that good. He had some clean combos, and I mean, you see a stat line like, and he was hugging the final three rounds. Like that's not great boxing. Maybe it's interesting, but it's not great boxing. So, I don't no, know. it's not. It was not good for boxing. It was good for Mayweather and Logan Paul's pockets. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Also, he came out rocking a uh, PSA 10 Charizard uh, around <laughs> his neck. Okay, he ruined Pokemon, too. He, he fucked up that whole thing. He, like, destroyed... I don't think he ruined Pokemon. Well, he didn't ruin it, but he, like, he definitely, like, tore open that whole market again. 
he created a hype market around Pokemon cards. And obviously people who have been collecting Pokemon cards for years are pissed off because they can't collect at an affordable rate anymore. But guess what? That's what happens in any sort of free market is that when you start to open up the floodgates and someone with, you know, who can show a lot of people. manipulate the market. No, he didn't didn't manipulate them. What? I didn't didn't say he did. I'm just saying could manipulate the market. No. How would you manipulate? Anyone with a large amount of capital can disrupt any market. I mean, it'll correct at some point, but I'm just saying like at the point. Are you saying disrupt or are you saying uh, manipulate? Oh, manipulate, I think. There are some markets that can be manipulated because there is limited amount of uh, supply and there's like... Uh, That's what I would say the Pokemon market is. What do you mean? How how could you manipulate the Pokemon market? I'm confused. Well, what I'm saying is that you're able to purchase up a uh, very limited amount of these things that were not scarce. I mean, they were scarce in the sense that there's only so many of them, but the whole like model of pokemon cards it wasn't hard to get these things before uh and now you've got you just all it took was one person with a lot of capital to come in and make like just a couple waves and now you can't buy the things that you're accustomed to buying i'm not saying it's right or wrong i'm just saying that is what happened there and it still hasn't fully recovered from that (laughs) okay i'm gonna argue with i'm gonna argue uh this with you i'm gonna argue this okay Okay, so uh, first off, it was very rare and very scarce about the Pokemon cards. At least, I mean, obviously there's eight, nine generations of Pokemon. And obviously, you know, there are certain Pokemon cards that are more rare than others. The rarest being the Shadowless first edition, you know, uh, generation that we've talked about in length on this podcast back in January when I was collecting them in a fucking fever of a heyday. Uh, I still have all of them in a vault in my bedroom. In a vault? <laughs> it's a fucking safety deposit box, but uh, <laughs> it's it's still safe. But here's what happened. Someone like Logan Paul, and he's one person of many people that have had this huge nostalgia of Pokemon, mostly because of Pokemon's huge success with Nintendo Switch the new games coming out on Nintendo Switch, but also Pokemon Go. And I think that people don't realize Pokemon Go makes $2 billion a year. There are still like millions and millions of players that play Pokemon Go. So you have all these like Pokemon's not going anywhere. In fact, it just continues to be the world's most valuable franchise. So what people like Logan Paul did was they went and went to these super collectors, these people that have had unopened like uh, boxes of unopened uh, packs of cards, and they started opening them on YouTube Live and right. you know showing them to their followers because here are unopened relics from the 1990s, first generation shadowless Pokemon. I mean, this is as rare as it gets because these po- these cards came out in 1990. 1998 and uh haven't been opened in over two decades and logan paul went out and purchased some of them for 350k each for like a a bin and then obviously it's it's a huge i mean i watched it i watched an hour of one of his videos of him unpacking uh these pokemon cards and so then that got people who 
probably wouldn't have thought about this market otherwise. And they're like, hey, wait, this is actually fucking cool. And then they went out and started to try to find, I mean, this is what happens when you broadcast something like this to millions and millions of people. Other people are going to want to replicate it and be and be collectors themselves. And so I think I was in before this. I think I started collecting back in like December, November. Actually, it was back in October because it was before Thanksgiving. But anyway, um, and so what they started doing was they started rushing into this market because they also wanted to collect Pokemon cards. Well, what's happened is that there's these Pokemon collectors that maybe couldn't afford Generation 1, maybe couldn't afford Generation 2, but they would collect these, you know, cards for a dollar, maybe $10, maybe $50. But all of a sudden, since this entire new buyer's market has erupted because all these people, millions of people entered the market by watching influencers like Logan Paul, people who are selling the cards like collectors and fucking, you know, uh, your local card shop people are jacking up the prices because they know that there are newbies entering the space that have no idea what like what a card is worth and when that happens they can probably sell something for two three times maybe five maybe ten times what they would normally sell for and people will still buy because it's like this FOMO hype cycle where it's like I don't even care I just want to buy them and I'm not going to do a bunch of research and even if I do a bunch of research I'm super new to this space so what what do I know and all these people who have been in this space are seeing their hobby kind of get eaten up by all these newcomers that maybe don't even share the same level of passion. I wouldn't call any of this manipulation. Well, what I because to me, here's what I'm thinking when I when I think about what they did with those cards, because yeah, it was nostalgic. They went, I'm going to open these card packs. I'm going to do it on YouTube live. And then it blew up this huge thing. I, what I don't know, and I, I seriously don't know this, but what I what I see happen in this scenario several times with not just like, uh, cards and trading material, but you know we see it happen with um, we see it happen with uh, we saw it happen with Zed Run. Obviously, it happens with um, oh, it happens with NFTs for sure. Yeah, we yeah. Talked about and, this and, last and, and, episode. Yeah, and it happens with the with the true stock market. You know, but now what I wonder is like, do does Logan or Jake any the the guys who open these packs do they have any of those cards still, or did they like? You know, you get the hype up. Once you see what you're creating, you make you hype, 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 and then you can just sell because you are a big enough influence on the space that you're able to make a profit there. Uh, I mean, do they do any of these things anymore, or are they done with Pokemon? So the last time, first off, Logan Paul definitely kept the Charizard. Uh, that sure, he the has. Charizard. It makes sense. I mean, that he, would be he actually auctioned the rest of them off to charity. Sure. <laughs> oh well, there you go. Yeah. No, so I mean, what happened was you could do, and I. I thought about it. I obviously didn't pull the trigger, but what you could have done before uh, he filmed himself opening the packs is you could buy a, a pack online. And so let's say I wanted to buy one of the packs that he was going to open. I would pay before he filmed it. Uh, I think the starting bid was oh, like $10,000, which is actually cheap uh, for right, the actual yeah. pack. So some people, you know, bid and bought packs that were unopened and then Logan Paul opened their packs on the live stream and then the cards were sent to whoever bought the pack before the uh, before the film cuz because you look at like uh, it, this is obviously a I don't want to say bigger scale I don't know the way to you you think about like you know Dogecoin 
the uh, the meme currency. I've never heard of it. Shut up. And then <laughs> you get all all it takes is like you get Elon Musk just saying Doge good on Twitter, and then oh like, yeah, every, oh, you know fuck what I mean. Elon it's like, Musk. No, no, don't even yeah, get yeah, me yeah, started yeah. on Elon no. Musk. Right, right. So it's like I mean I know I'm not comparing the two things, but that is exactly what I think of when I think of somebody with large capital in a space who can control the uh, the outlet of the news and the hype for it because it's very concentrated based on their following. Now, again, I'm not here to say whether that's right or wrong. I'm just saying that I can see there are lots of spaces, especially growing today with the um, availability of social media and uh, we have social media influencers. I mean, you, a whole fucking job can be influencer. That's insane. And you get a couple million people on Instagram or on Twitter or and you just say, X is good, and then you watch them flood the market, and if you have an affiliation with it, you can, you know what I mean. Like that's what I think of, like manipulation. Does that make right. sense? I guess I'm just like I, I wanted to put that out there that I think it's possible that that is a thing that can occur. Oh, it does, and it does occur right. absolutely. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't maybe, put maybe Logan that's Paul like, sure. and his unboxing of Pokemon cards in that same box because he actually enjoys what he's doing he just has millions and millions of followers and it could easily create a hype fomo cycle that drives prices up sure. uh faster than it should have been but to also state to the point logic the rapper he yes. bought uh a charizard uh, i'm pretty sure a psa 10 uh really? if i'm not mistaken in 2020 so just one year ago uh for I want to say 200K, maybe 300K. Uh, and that was like a record so far. So even like big purchases like that validate the space and will bring more people into the space because it kind of validates like, okay, I can actually spend real money on this and maybe not have it, you know, just forever be lost. Maybe I could invest in this space. Right. All right. You, you talk about... You want to talk about baseball? You want to talk about fucking baseball? Go ahead, Andrew. Whenever you bring up baseball, it's a good day. Uh, we got Cubs. They are technically, they're not out in front. Uh, they're tied for the lead with Milwaukee in the NL Central. Fuck the Brewers. Uh, yeah, fuck the Brewers. But the Brewers are on a run. They got a four-win. Uh, no, win fuck the Brewers. I'm just saying they're 9-1 and one in their last 10. Uh, but the run differential is only minus four. I think like they, they, I don't know who they played the last couple games, but they must not have been uh, very good, or at least like they were good enough that they made it so it was close. Um, da, 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 the Dodgers, who I have going to, or I have them winning at all. They're about three games back behind San Francisco in the West. Let's see what else we got. Uh, Baltimore still blows. They still, yeah, they always do. Uh, we got, and I, but here's the thing, Arizona, a little bit worse, only 20 wins. What? That's it, Arizona, even worse, only 20 wins. Oh, shit, Diamondbacks are really that bad. Yep, they are awful. They are 2-8 and eight in the last 10, they've on, they're on a five-game loss streak, and their run differential is minus 64. Yeah, they're bad, holy shit. Uh... Yeah. Sorry, I am looking at NBA playoff scores. I'm done oh, with that's, baseball. That's good. I'm done with uh, baseball. Luca, monster. Sucks they lost. Sucks they lost. P playoff Kawhi, P, baby. Kawhi, well, Kawhi <laughs> played like a monster. Well, that's what he does. That's what he does. No, he it puts, is. It is what he, he does. He puts the team on his fucking back. 
Uh, I was watching, or like before we started, I was looking at the uh, the Bucks and the Nets, and it did not look good for the Bucks. It's uh, let let me uh, spoil alert. It didn't end well for the Bucks. Uh, no, it the, did not. Holy shit! The Nets beat the Bucks one hundred and twenty five to eighty six. And might I might I Matt ugh might I add that that is without James Harden. Uh yeah, like. I- Stephen A. and uh, Max Kellerman, they both said the same thing. They're like, if Giannis doesn't play like a superstar, I mean, he, they're like, he can't. They're like, it's going to be hard. The Nets are a tough team. It's going to be hard, but he has to play like a superstar. Like, they're like, if he's not playing like Luka, he will not have a chance. And I agree with that. And he did. When, when is James Harden coming back? He actually, no, we don't know. He left uh, not this game, but the last game with a hamstring injury. I know. I so just, who I'm knows? not seeing any sort of timetable from anywhere. At this rate, it won't matter, though. Like, let him rest until final. Why not? Why not? Uh, who's who's he gonna? Fu- who are they gonna face? Clippers playoff finals? P. That'd be an interesting finals. I mean, like, I there's a chance. I, I, maybe the Suns. Jesus. Oh man! Well, uh, Atlanta is leading the uh, Sixers. I'd love it if Atlanta won. That would just be so bad for Philadelphia fans. Holy it shit! It would be. It would be that bad. Would just so bad. Oh my god! Dude. I like Trey Young though. Oh my god! Uh, uh, Lakers lost. We could talk about that now if you want. No, I don't even think it's worth it. All right. Uh, except for the fact that. Playoff P has won a playoff game in Staples Center before LeBron. Before LeBron. Sorry, let me repeat that. Playoff <laughs> P has won a series, there a playoff go. series in Staples Center before LeBron because they were in the bubble last year. Yeah, technically that is correct. Technically. Uh, Geographically correct. Okay, I do want to talk about Zed Run because they are having another drop on Friday. But what I'll do is I'll save it for next podcast because I'm going to be all fucking jacked up uh, to talk about it. Even though they fucked us last they drop. Did. They sure and did. We, we, we gave them so much hype, so much free publicity, and then they fucked us. But I got an email today saying that they're going to make it up to me because they didn't let me participate in the last drop. We'll see. I would, if I were you, Andrew, email them and or use your brother's email. I don't know. He was in- I, I don't know if I'm in. Oh, shit. Andrew, are you off the Zed Run train? I think I might be. You see. Here's I mean, I think here's what I want to do. I think I want to bet on it. I don't know if I want to own one. I mean, I think I do want to own one, but I don't know if I, I'm going to go through it again. Like. It sucks. It, it, don't it, get it, me wrong. I don't blame you at all if that experience ruined the entire thing for you of ever being a horse owner because now, it almost did for me. And now I'll say at compound what happened last time with like I was also camping using my phone as a hotspot and on a laptop. Oh, like, it was a clusterfuck. It was a whole clusterfuck. So I'm not going to say it was 100% their fault. It was 90% their fault. 10 of it was mine. Now, like I said, I, at this Friday, I would be at my own computer, comfort of my own home, in my slippers, and I'd be waiting. But I, I, I'm thinking about it. As it gets closer, I'm going to make a decision, but I'm just, I'm a little gun shy. 
Yes. I Like I said, it almost deterred me from the whole thing. However, I think that this is going to still be huge. I think it's growing pains. They're obviously extremely understaffed, especially in the customer service department. They're uh, actually just basically, Yeah, I, they need to because they have such uh, influx of players wanting to get in on the action, but they just have very few people to actually support the level of people that want to play their game. And so I keep telling myself that it's growing pains and to give them the benefit of the doubt, to stick with them a, a little bit longer. I already have two two horses with them because I genuinely believe that in this digital metaverse, they're going to be huge because people are just like just like you said, Andrew, you might not even want to buy a horse, but you're sure as hell going to bet on some horses, especially if you go to Vegas and they have this oh, huge yeah. fucking screen and we're fucking lit up on fucking gin and tonics at like 1 a.m. And I fucking put fingers in there for yeah, a exactly. fucking 20, 2600 meter race. People are going to be betting. OK, this is the fucking future. And I want to own a part of it. I don't want to just bet on it. I want to own a piece of the game. So um, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna stick with them for now. So I mean, uh, I think that's it. All right, we'll talk more on Friday. Yes, sir. Grapefruit. Grapefruit. Normally, you can only get this technique in one of my classes, but I wanted to share this with you because I believe every man should get grapefruited. When you grapefruit your man, it's gonna feel as if you are giving him head and fucking him at the same time. Every time I come around your city bling bling Every time I come around your city bling bling Every time I come around your city bling bling Every time I come around your city bling bling Every time I come around your city bling bling Every time I come around your city bling bling Valentino summers and wave runners Chains on my niggas like slave runners, drug dealers anonymous, Valentino summers and wave runners. Chains on my niggas like slave runners, drug dealers anonymous. How many Madonnas can that Mazda fit? My brick talk is more than obvious, it's ominous. Garages, the Phantom, Goose, Ghost, and Goblins. Blonde Mohawk, the collection, I'm Dennis Rodman. No better feeling would he ever get than being grapefruited. No better feeling would he ever get. Every time I come around your city bling bling Every time I come around your city bling bling Every time I come around your city bling bling Every time I come around your city bling bling Every time I come around your city bling bling Every time I come around your city bling bling Time to hit the showers cause baths are for babies